Miracle night. Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today. Right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Hello, let's start up, guys. Um, I'm going to go to the announcements right quick before we get started, and then we're going to give them a last supper. Um, okay, yeah, the last supper. Okay, yeah, okay. Let's go over the announcements right quick. You can give on our PayPal tonight if you want to give. Um, there it is on the screen. Uh, those who are on the podcast at paypal.me forward slash Jason Leopard. You can give on the podcast. Um, uh, you want to join our ministry, be a partnership. We need partners this year. Uh, I believe we're going to reach more people this year than we ever have. Um, at godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership. You can join us there on the screen. Those who are on the podcast can go to that. And uh, you can go to our website. Guys, our book is being processed still. I don't really have a date when it's coming out, but it'll be available on Barnes and & Nobles and um, Amazon. Uh, com. You can go to the shop. You can uh, download our music there. We got our album out. Uh, we're fixing to start on another album. And it's going to be on iTunes and all that, too. So you can go on iTunes. You can uh, look up the Leopard Family on iTunes and download it there and support our ministry like that. You can buy our songs to support us. Uh, Buy our stuff on our shop to support us. We don't care as long as you're supporting us to get this gospel out. However you want to. Uh, also there's a book, uh, on our website called true forgiveness and it's in audio form. You can download it and buy it as well. Thank you. Um, also exposing the coronavirus, uh, audio book. It's an audio book on our website too, here on your screen, exposing the coronavirus. Um, see what else. Oh, this is our CD. You can go on uh, Spotify. Just type in The Leopard Family. Um, The Leopard Family, and it should pull up. And it's on your screen right there. Uh, Also, two guys, I want to uh, give a shout-out to Spoken Word Healing Ministries, uh, spokenwordhealing.com. You can go on their website, check them out. They have a Monday night... Uh, conference call. You can go on there, pick up your phone, have church on the phone. Don't forget riding holy with God, our outreach. If you ride a bike or anything, um, let's get together and go ride bikes and uh, go reach the lost. Uh, we're reaching out. We have tried to go to the field of the woods. I don't know when God's going to release me to go back up there yet, but I know it's coming. I uh, don't know when. I don't don't have no direction right now with God, so uh, we are going to, in the future, going to do a tent revival with Riding Holy with God. So 
we found a person with a tent. I don't have no dates on that right yet. So, okay, let's go on. Um, so if you want to sew tonight, you can. You want to go to our shop. It's down at the bottom. And on our podcast, you can go to our shop on the shop page on GodSaveMinistries.com. Okay, let's get started. Um, I feel like God is saying this is a time to repent. This is a season we need to repent. And that's what me and Brother Jackie was talking about a few days ago. Um, we're taking the last door, last supper. And we're going to be doing this quite often in, in our personal lives, taking the last supper. Uh, this is a uh, significant thing tonight. I, you guys on the podcast, you can hear me, but you can't see me. The guys on the Facebook, they can. But if you want to participate with us tonight, you can. And maybe next week we do this again. You know, you can participate with us. We can take a communion. You know, the reason why we take communion, and I, I want to get the example out. Before you take communion, you better examine yourself. If you've got anything in your heart, anything in your life that you need to, under the blood, you need to put it under the blood. And this is what I'm going to read right, right quick in uh, 1 Corinthians 11, 22-25. It says, For I have received the Lord, that which is also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had give thanks, he broke it and said, take and eat, this is my body. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to take this bread. Now, this is a cracker, but it's considered bread. This is, this is the body Jesus broke for us. And this is what he said, in Jesus' same night in which he was portrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So let's let's break the bread. And let's give thanks. Father, Lord, we thank you for this bread. You thank you, Lord, for the body that was broken. Lord, we, we come in repentance tonight, Lord, in remembrance, God. Lord, if there's anything inside of me, Lord, I'm repenting this night, God, before I take the body, Lord. Lord, you said 39 stripes and we were healed. And God, as we take this bread, Lord, and 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 and, and searching our hearts, Lord, and, and and making sure we're right with you, God, and we're not taking this in vain or 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 mockery. But Lord, we remember the body that was broken for us. And Lord, as we eat it, Lord, we give thanks for it. We thank you, Lord, that you that you took the stripes that look we may be healed. And God, not that we may be healed, but that we walk in healing. And God, as this bread goes in us tonight, every disease and everything that's wrong with us, God, we pray as we take your body tonight, God, that your body becomes our body. And Lord, the stripes that you led, God, Lord, becomes our healing. And God, as this bread goes down my mouth tonight, Lord, let it heal my body. In Jesus' name, take the bread and eat. Jesus said, 
This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I'm going to read that one more time. Take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for who? You. He broke his body for us. Do this in remembrance of me. After that, the same manner, he took the cup. After that, the same manner, he also took the cup, and when he had supped it, saying, The Lord, the cup of the New Testament in the blood, this do ye often as you drink it, remembrance of me. I'm going to explain this cup. This cup is a covenant. It's something that covered you even when you sinned. But the thing is, if you've got any sin in you, you need to repent right now. Lord, we repent for shortcomings. Lord, we repent, God, Lord, that Lord, that anything inside of me, God, show me, God. And, Lord, I, I live in repentance. And, God, if I'm doing anything that offends you, God, Lord, clean my heart, Lord, right now. Lord, that the blood may cover it. Lord, I just thank you, God, for the blood that you had shed for us. Lord, they overcome by the word of their testimony in the blood. God, the blood that set me free, the blood that has the new covenant. And, Lord, when we drank of this blood tonight, Lord, we're, in, we're emerging into the blood that you shed for us. And, God, the blood that covered my sins, God, and, Lord, if there's any sin inside of me tonight, God, get it out. And, Lord, I pray, God, that you bring it to my remembrance. God, and I, I pray, God, that you show it to me. Just like you showed Peter with a chicken. Lord, I pray, God, tonight, Lord, you forgive us. And, Lord, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But, Lord, you said confess it. And, Lord, I'm confessing it, our shortcomings tonight. Lord, as we take this blood and, Lord, merge into this blood that's cleansing, that, that, that the new covenant, Lord, and when we're in a covenant with you, God, I, I just pray the covenant will uh, be emerged with us, God, in the blood. Nothing will come near our dwelling because of the blood. So, Lord, as we drank this cup, we thank you tonight. God, we thank you for the blood that you shed for our sins. In Jesus' name, you may drink. Okay, guys, we're done with communion. Um, I don't know about you, but that is something sacred that we got to do often. State communion. It's a cleansing process. And I, 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 tonight I, I just want to say that, you know, if you feel bad at what you're doing and what way you're being, you know, because God is cleansing you. God is cleansing you. And, and, and guys, let me tell you something. We are to feel bad when we do wrong. We ought to feel bad. If we don't feel bad, then God can't cleanse us. And, and we, we, we go back to Peter 
Peter was, I say Peter was, lived in repentance, but the, the crow, the chicken, you know, Peter, they was, they was two people on the cross, two people. They was two people at this supper table, and one of them was, one of them was Judas, and another one was Peter. But see, Peter looked at the crow and he began to get convicted. It's called conviction. It's called the body don't know what conviction is anymore. The body does not know what conviction is anymore. So we live a life of thinking, you know what, we we can just live any kind of way we want to live. Not so, my friend. Because even though Jesus walks up to the woman, watch this, Jesus walks up to the woman and he says, woman, and starts drawing in the sand. And you know why he starts drawing in the sand? You know why that Jesus started drawing in the sand? Y'all, y'all fishing to get a treat tonight. Don't turn the channel because you're fishing to get a treat. God showed me this down there at the river a uh, few months ago. He draws in the sand with the woman that committed adultery because when you draw in the sand, he was drawing in the sand because he was pointing towards the covenant that he made with Abraham. Come on, somebody. Jesus draws in the sand because he was pointing towards the covenant. What covenant was he pointing towards? See, when, you're, when your sin comes to you and convicts you, it's not there to condemn you, but convicts you to get on the right path again. But Jesus walks up to the woman and he says, woman, he didn't say nothing to her. He just started drawing in the sand. You know why he started drawing in the sand? Because when Jesus drawed in the sand and writing in the sand, He was telling that woman that I remember the covenant that I made with you back in Abraham's day when I told Abraham I will make his descendants far among the sand of the sea. Come on, somebody. See, God don't look at your sin the way you do. When you look at your sin, God is looking to the covenant. My God. See, the problem is sin condemns sin in the flesh. And this is the problem that we have. We don't look towards the covenant. Let me tell you guys a covenant. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you about covenants with God. God made a covenant with Noah, right? He made covenant with Noah. the The rainbow was a covenant that he would never flood this world again. Watch this. And the same rainbow was on the coat of Joseph. My God, my God. The same rainbow was on the coat of Joseph. And when God makes a covenant, my friend, Abraham lied about his wife in Genesis. I can show you in the Bible where he lied about his wife. Oh, God took up for a liar. He sure did. He told the guy, if you touch my servant, Abraham, I'm going to kill you. He told the guy in the dream, it's in the Bible. And Abraham lied about his wife. I said, Lord, why would you take up for a liar? He said, because I got to keep my word. 
And see, I, Abraham lied, but I can't lie. See, God makes a covenant with mankind. My God, somebody got to get this tonight. God makes a covenant with mankind. God can't break his covenant, but you can. The same covenant that he made with Abraham, he could not break his covenant with Abraham, even though Abraham lied about his wife. See, God can't break covenant, guys. Once Jesus shed that blood, and I'm going to tell you another covenant. I just told you that. Jesus said, this is the covenant of the New Testament. Once he, once he said that covenant, watch this. Once he made that blood covenant, he can't break a covenant, but we can. God can't break a covenant. Once he said he's covered you and covered you in the blood, all he told you to do is confess it. See, that's why 1 John 1, 9 says, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you. Let's go there right quick. Let's go there. I want to show you something. Let's go to 1 John. I want to show you something, guys. 1 John 1, 9. I'm going to show you something right here. First John 1 John 1.9. Listen what it says. If we confess our sins, what did he say? He said, if we confess our sins, what did he say? See, all God's requiring you to do is confess it. Because if you confess it, you are forsaken. Because the blood is already there. Watch this. Listen what he says before that. But if you, what, listen what he says in 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from what? What, what did he cleanse us from? He cleanses us from some sin? No, he cleanses us from all sin. This is what he says in 8. If we say that we have no sin... Come on, somebody. See, the problem is, is getting you to figure out you got a problem. See, the problem is, is to figure out that you got a problem. And see, people don't think they got a problem. And if you don't acknowledge you have any problems or any sin in your life, then you won't never confess it. Watch this. So he says, if we have, we say, if we have, we say we have no sin. We deceive who? ourselves. So some people think they right with God when they really ain't. See, some people think they they doing right with God when they really not. So the conviction's there for you to confess it. 
All you have to do is confess it. This what he this what he said. If we ha- we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is what not in us. So the problem is people don't think they're doing anything wrong. Come on, somebody, listen. The Bible says the man's heart is desperately wicked. And there's a one way that seemeth right to a man, but, but the end thereof is destruction. Come on, somebody. So you can't trust in what you believe that's right or wrong. You've got to rely on the Holy Ghost to convict you. My God, it's good. It's tight, but it's right. So, we got to acknowledge we got sin in our life, first of all. We got to acknowledge that we got some problems that we need fixed. What do you do when you go to a hospital? You tell the doc you're sick, right? Why do you tell them you're sick? Because you know you're sick. And the problem is people don't realize what's wrong and right. That ain't up to you to figure that out. That's the Holy Ghost's job to convict you. Come on now. So if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, come on, somebody. See, you've got to acknowledge you've got sin first to confess the thing. Mm. You've got to acknowledge you've got something wrong to confess it. Come on, somebody. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to what? And to what? Cleanse us. But the problem is you got to acknowledge you got a problem, number one. Number two, you got to confess it. You got to tell Lord, Lord, you know, I'm wrong. I, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm just, I, I'm wrong. So if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, We'll read that real clear. If we say that we have not sinned, past tense, we make who a liar? Who did he say make a liar? We make him a liar. That's who we make a liar. And what did he say? His word is not in us. The problem with people today, the problem with people today, number one, they don't acknowledge they do anything wrong. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Boy, I know people like this. Boy, do I know people like this. They think they don't do anything wrong. Their life is hunky-dory, and I don't do anything wrong. I'm perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm messed up from the floor. I told a buddy a while ago he felt bad because he did this and that. I said, you are too, brother. But, you know, it's okay, man. We all fall short. But I'm no perfect in you because I'm messed up from the floor up. God wants to keep you at that level because when you get to a level do you think you don't need him anymore, come on. So here we go. Here we go. Watch this. Let's go on further. My little children, 
Verse uh, uh, First John 2. My little children, these things I write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, so God don't want you to live a life of sin. He don't give you the keys and say, go do it. Come on, somebody. God don't give you license to keep doing wrong. But he said, my little children, these I write to you, that you sin not. And if any sin, man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Who's an advocate? Somebody to stand in the gap for you tonight. My God, this is good. Which is Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the preparation of our sin. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. And he that says, I know him and keepeth his commandments, he is a liar. Keepeth not his commandments, he's a liar. And that the truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth his word in him verily is the love of God perfected. So here, here it is, guys. Here it is. We got to acknowledge we do wrong. There's two people in the Bible, two people. Judas Iscariot, and they were Peter. God used the crock cock to crow to convict Peter of his wrongdoings. Watch this. So here's the dilemma with the whole matter is, is this. God used the cock to crow to convict Peter. And Peter, what? He felt bad, didn't he? Now watch this. In Genesis, Adam and Eve disobeyed God too. But let me ask you a question. Did Adam and Eve go back to God and repent and said, I'm sorry, Lord? No. They sure didn't. They did even go back and ask. And let me tell you something too. If Adam and Eve failed God and they would have went to God before God went to them, watch that, watch this. I wonder if God would have even punished them. You ever wonder that? So Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, but God punished them because he found their sin out. But see, the Bible said, be sure your sins will what? Find you out. So, so if you're doing stuff in secret, guess what? You're going to get caught because he's all-knowing and all-seeing. Come on. 
God sees it all. And he will expose you. <laughs> he will expose you. I, I don't want him to expose anyone, but he has to do what he's got to do for you to come to repentance. See, some people fall into stuff and they don't realize what they're doing because there's pleasure in sin for a season. And sin will deceive you until it takes you to death. What's the Bible say? For the wages of sin is what? Death. You're in a frying pan cooking like a frog. Slowly but surely, the more you sin and the more you come against what God has told you to do and the more you come against the things that he told you not to do, you are cooking like a frog. And for long, sin will take over and death will come. Why do you think people is dying all around the world, guys? Sin. We're doing things we know we're not supposed to be doing. We're compromising. See, there's a compromising spirit in the body of Christ right now. It's compromising. They're compromising with the truth. Well, God did say this, but it's not going to hurt us, you know. A compromising spirit has went out. Guys, we can't compromise in this hour because this is a season of repentance. And the next season that you're coming to, it's going to determine how you repent in this season. Come on. Let God cleanse you. Let God cleanse you. So here we go. We're letting God cleanse us. Amen? So here we go. Letting God's cleanse us. So if we say we have sin, we say we not sin, we make him a liar. Guys, I don't want to make him a liar to you. I really don't want to make him a liar. Guys, that's all I got tonight. That's all that's all. That's that's it in a nutshell. I know it was short, but you know I, I I gotta I gotta live when he lives. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got, guys. Just remember, though, we gotta confess it and forsake it. Because Jesus was drawn in the sand because he remembered the covenant he had with us. Come on, God don't never lie, guys. God don't never break his word either. God don't never break his word. We break our words. We fail God, but he never fails us. See, God can't lie about things. He can't tell you something one one minute and do a different later, but we do that, right? We do that. 
We don't keep our word. God keeps his word. See, God made a covenant with Noah. He's never forgot it. He made a covenant with Abraham. He's never, he's never, he's never forgot it. He's never forgot it. You hear what I'm saying? He's never forgot it. All right, guys, that's all. That's all I got for tonight. Listen, guys, y'all uh, tune in Friday night on um, um, the prophets. And remember, Monday night uh, with Spoken Word Healing, we'll be on there as well on Monday night. You want to tune in? That'd be awesome if you do. Glory to God. Listen, guys, thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you so much. Like I say, if you want to partner with us, you can at the bottom. Um, you want to give to the PayPal, you can. Uh, PayPal.me, you can give on there. We're also on the Venmo, and we're also on the uh, Cash App, too, guys. So um, you can give on there, too. All right, guys, uh, we're out of here. 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 God bless all of you.